Hello and welcome to another episode of Kbota, the podcast about Korean cinema and K-dramas. I'm John, and on this episode, it's what's on the inside that matters, with an exorcism special on the priests and metamorphosis. There's a very good blog by a Singaporean film buff called Morgan Ao Yong, that's A-W-Y-O-N-G, that I read from time to time, who had the following comment about uh, South Korean exorcist films. He quotes, South Korea is really gunning for their own exorcist hit, from TV titles like The Guest to movies like The Priests, The Wailing, House of the Disappeared, and most recently The Divine Fury, and Netflix's Savaha, The Sixth Finger, it seems that the priest protagonist remains as enigmatic as it is elusive in terms of success. On this episode, I'm going to be looking at two exorcism movies from South Korea that I think are both worth a watch and have an interesting take on the theme of Catholic priests who are charged with throwing out a demon from a person or indeed a household in the style of the classic 1973 movie The Exorcist. First up, The Priests. This is from 2015. The Korean name is Ko Mun Sajedul, literally Black Priests, which is an interesting name. It is a religious horror film written and directed by Chang Jae-hyun, who also went on to direct Zvaha, The Sixth Finger. Uh, which delves more into Buddhism than Catholicism and exorcism. Um, really uh, interesting director, and I want to see what they do next, uh, because I've liked both these films. The Priests is the better of the two, however. It stars Kim yoon Suk as Father Kim. You will know him, or you may know him, from The Chaser, The Yellow Sea, uh, last year's Mogadishu, the Thieves and the period film with Lee Byung-hun, The Fortress, features the amazing Kang Dong-won as Deacon Choi. He, this year, was in The Fabulous Broker. Uh, he starred in a sequel to Train to Busan Peninsula. He was in Secret Reunion, A Violent Prosecutor, Kundo, uh, Master Ilang. You've also got Park Sodam as Yongshin, The Possessed Girl. Known for Parasite and Special Delivery, she cleared up a lot of awards for this, very deservedly so, which we will uh, get on to. And Kim Yui-sung as the Dean of the Clergy, uh, who was in in Train to Busan, and the K-drama Taxi Driver. He was also in Special Delivery, and the uh, Kingdom-esque period zombie movie Rampant. So, in the movie, after a hit-and-run accident, uh, this young girl... Uh, Yongshin is in a coma, and uh, the two priests, um, Kim Yun-suk's father Kim in particular, believe that she is possessed by a demon, and uh, set to uh, trying to find out how they can throw out this this evil 
from the kid. And the movie is all about the efforts of Father Kim and Deacon Che to kind of rally themselves and uh, successfully perform the exorcism and uh, get rid of this, uh, this evil being. It focuses quite a lot on the relationship between the two men. Uh, Father Kim is an uh, older chap. Um, he has his own inner demons and regrets that he is living with and dealing with and occasionally doubts about what he's doing in, I think, a, a pretty good performance from Kim Yun-suk. And uh, he has to take uh, Deacon Choi under his wing. But at points, um, you can see that he's, he kind of feels like Deacon Choi isn't really ready for this. Um, and he sort of, he takes on this job with a, a world weariness as if he sort of thinks that, you know, really he doesn't want anybody else to be exposing themselves uh, to what's going on here. Deacon Choi, played by Gang Dongwon, is uh, quite rebellious. He has uh, more doubts than Father Kim about whether or not they can actually pull this off. Um, firstly, is there a, a demon in there? Secondly, can it be banished? And his arc during the movie is more uh, kind of um, grappling with his faith and finding the certainty that he can, you know, through this, this exorcism ritual, um, do away with the, the devil. Uh, and that's one of the things I really liked about this film was it's very much about the relationship between these two men, uh, what kind of blokes they are, what kind of priests they are, um, and how they have kind of um, taken to uh, the this this ministry that they've been charged with. And uh, I thought it was really interesting. The best performance in the movie, however, is Park Sodam as Young Shin. Now, this is a few years before she's in Parasite. Um, a bit before you know, a couple of the K-dramas that she's been in. Uh, as I mentioned, she cleared up a lot of awards for this role. She's really fantastic because she's actually, she's kind of playing the demon, speaking through and uh, acting through this unfortunate young girl. And she manages to be really effectively uh, scary and creepy while also communicating quite a lot of pathos because this is obviously supposed to be a... Uh, a, a child who's in a lot of pain and in a lot of trauma with this, um, you know, kind of creature and, and, and demon um, inside her. So I thought she really stood out. It, it, it's not the um, the cheesy head spinning round uh, projectile vomiting uh, stuff. It's uh, like I say, there's, there's quite a bit of pathos here, and uh, it's really well done. So um, she absolutely, I think, um, brings home the bacon uh, for this role. I also liked the way they used the setting so you get to see uh, where the two priests are living and um, where they have their seminaries or, or whatever but the most important location in the movie uh, is the bedroom it's where this possessed person has been tied up and where they are put, trying to perform the exorcism this bedroom is in an apartment block uh, not a big house if you compare the posters that they put out for this to the classic cover of The Exorcist. It seems to kind of refer to that. You, Everyone knows the image of um, the priest standing under the gas lamp with this big house in front of him, uh, kind of looking up at this, this job he has to do. It's an iconic image. On a lot of the posters for this, you see Gang Dong-won stood at the end of a small cramped alleyway, and uh, Kim Yun-suk is sat nearby. 
and it's this very thin kind of pillar of light just behind them and that's very nice because it kind of shows the the little bit of light that they have to bring into the the darkness that is inside this kid it's also a direct contrast to um the imagery in in the exorcist you're not going into a big house this is east asia and um, mo many of us here myself included we live in high-rise um we live in flats and so there's all these really great um, sequences and shots where you're kind of following them up the stairs through everything that's going on in the lower parts of the, the block um, or past the lifts, um, past kind of um, or all these other conversations or arguments that are going on into this flat and the neighbours are starting to get um, suspicious and worried or, or fearful and um, some of them kind of disagree with, with what's going on and uh, I thought that was a brilliant um, contrast to the um, to, to the original Exorcist movie. It really um, really understands the setting and, and localizes it. But overall, it, it sticks uh, very closely to the formula uh, for Exorcism movies. I just think it's a really good example of one because of the acting, uh, because of the, what you get to see the um, the, the two priests uh, go through and um, how they kind of. Um, uh, sort out their their inner demons as they deal with uh, Malthus, the, the the demon himself. And um, I found an article on the BBC talking about some of the tropes in these movies and why they work so well. Quote: It's striking how many of these films feature sceptical characters who need to be convinced of the value and power of exorcism rituals. Um, and I'm going to paraphrase a lot of this because it's a long old piece, but. Um, Ultimately, the, the priests tend to win, often through sacrifice of some kind. And uh, the article goes on to say, So despite everything, Hollywood's exorcism movies are ultimately pro-religion. It's a shrewd line for them to take. Exorcism movies have been a sound investment. They can pull in horror fans on a Friday night, but also churchgoers on a Sunday afternoon. And it works both ways. If exorcism movies lure churchgoers to the cinema, they also lure cinema-goers to church. When The Exorcist came out, loads of people rushed straight out of the cinema and into the nearest church, confirms Mark Commode, who, at the time of uh, writing 2014, was BBC Radio 5 Liars film critic. I've spoken to people within the Catholic Church who said it was the best advert they'd ever had, because when was the last film you saw in which priests were the heroes? So really interesting there and certainly rings true for this film, The Priests, because it's all about them uh, basically finding their inner strength. They, po uh, they quote a lot of scripture along the way and they show very directly how they're kind of um, finding the, the strength, strength from um, their beliefs and their faith. Metamorphosis takes the same template and plays with it just a little bit and uh, mixes things up somewhat. So again, uh, South Korean religious horror film. This is from 2019, directed by Kim Hong-sun, uh, who's the director of Project Wolf Hunting, which is uh, delighting cult cinema fans at the moment. I haven't been able to see it myself yet, but very much looking forward to it. And the 2017 movie The Chase, which is very good. Um, you've got Bae Sung-woo as Jong-soo, who is the uh, priest in this movie, he was in Beasts Clawing at Straws, uh, The Excellent Veteran. He was in The Great Battle, Inside Men, The Royal Tailor. Uh, Sung Dong-il as Kangu, who is the dad 
Uh, he was in Along with the Gods. Uh, he is in Project Wolf Hunting. He's on the poster. Uh, Chang Yung-nam as Myungju, who is the mum. She was in Night in Paradise. She was in Shobok, uh, a werewolf boy. Kim Hejun as Sunwoo, who is uh, one of the two daughters. She is the um, the, the scheming queen in uh, the first two seasons of Kingdom. She was also in Inspector Koo. She's going to be in Connect, this uh, new drama that's coming out soon. Cho Ihyun as Hanju, who is the other daughter. She was in All of Us Are Dead earlier this year and My Country, The New Age. And finally, Kim Kang-hoon as Woo-jung, who is the son, who was in Recalled and uh, Mouse. Compared to the other film, uh, which is very much about the priests. This is more of a family drama. So the setup is that Jung Soo uh, is the uncle of the family. He has had a failed exorcism where a young girl has died. Um, and this does happen in, uh, in real life. One of the articles uh, I looked into, uh, in fact the BBC article, mentioned how there was a notorious case in 2005 in Romania where a young girl was starved to death by nuns who thought they were casting out evil spirits. Um, these things can go very, very wrong because of the, the aggression that is being turned on to what people think is a demon, uh, and uh, it's a human. So straight away the movie is playing with that kind of idea that actually um, you could just be harming a person here. It still stays firmly within the realms of the supernatural because it's uh, it, it's the demon that uh, kills this kid and um, promises Jung Su that it's going to come after his family as well. So this is a very haunted man we're dealing with. Um, Kangu moves his family to a new house um, that you see them all getting out of the car um, and getting into this new uh, this new place, um, and. The meat of the movie is basically about this unseen demon that can turn into or metamorphose into um, the family members. And so you're actually watching um, and seeing all this strange behavior between the different family members as uh, the creature jumps from one to the next. It keeps you guessing, as sometimes it's quite obvious, who is possessed. Uh, not always. It um, allows itself lots of um, surprises and twists as a result of this conceit. Some of this can be uh, quite uh, unpleasant to watch because, for example, the you see the family members really turning on each other, and uh, that is, I, I think, a strength of the movie. Um, I don't know if it was a budget consideration that most of this was going to be, you know, not a special effect, but actually just the actors um, were going to be all playing themselves and then possessed versions of themselves. But I really enjoyed that part in the build-up um, of the of the movie. You also uh, have a, a creepy neighbour nearby who's uh, got the place full of dead animals and rituals and um, things like that. And there's some good imagery in there. I don't think this is as you know, anywhere near as successful as something like The Wailing for um, for the imagery and the use of folklore and, and stuff like that. I, I think it's, you know, a little bit more middling than that. The Wailing is a, uh, is a classic. Um, the, the Priest is excellent. I think this is decent and it's worth seeing um, if, uh, if you're into this director, if you're into this genre. Um, but the, the most interesting thing, like I said, was the fact that the, the priest himself uh, is uh, a, a guilty man. He's reluctant to try and uh, exercise someone again 
because of what has happened in his past he's not set up as a hero but rather as a failure and he's quite sort of tormented by his lack of ability to do anything uh, and he's going to fall short again during this movie there's some really bleak stuff in this film um, and his road to kind of you know uh, heroism and sacrifice is a lot more traumatic so it's uh, a slightly less uh, straightforward kind of retelling um, of uh, of The Exorcist, but I thought still good. Um, a great uh, you know performances here on behalf of Pei Sun Wu and uh, Chang Yung Nam. I, I saw this around the same time I saw Beasts Clawing at Straws uh, for the first time, and uh, yeah, I think Pei Sun Wu is um, very very decent. I'd like to see him in more stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, if you want to see more um, possession films, and especially if you want to see more from the Project Wolf Hunting director, uh, you could do a lot worse um, than watch this movie. So there you have it for Halloween, or whenever you hear this, um, a solid recommendation for The Priests. And if you still want more after that, why not see Metamorphosis as well? It's decent. There are lots of other episodes of Kbotat you can check out, and you can also follow the show on at Pod. That's K-B-O-T-A-K-P-O-D on Twitter and Instagram. Retweets and shares are much appreciated. And best of all, if you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Cheers.